control where I can hit like record and not record, you know, and they probably got something like that, but it's either too advanced for me. Did you say remote control? Remote control, yeah, yeah, remote control. Yeah, that's what you got, remote control, refrigerator. You don't yeah. need them them extra letters and no, stuff, man. It's, it's a refrigerator. Life is short. The life is short, man. A refrigerator. You don't yeah. need to read what you need to read. Read mean like go back. Redo it. What are we gonna re refreeze it? No, nah, it's the fridge. No, it's refrigerator. A fridge. It's a yeah. refrigerator and the moat control. Like again, the re reads are unnecessary unless your name is That's like re If your name re yeah. then if no reads, then you just and you don't recycle a can. You just cycle it. You cycle. Let's cycle that sucker. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I had this interesting experience with communicating. <laughs> so this is this is perfect, actually. Okay. Uh, see if you can relate to this. All right. So I was talking with this guy at a coffee shop on uh, on Monday. Was this like a planned meeting, or you just randomly? I see him. Talk? I see him every Monday. Yeah, but you yeah. don't know the dude. Though. No, I do know him. I do know him. Oh, oh. Okay. So I see him every. He's there at the coffee shop on Mondays. I go I go in on Mondays at a certain time. And I see him there, and we usually just have lunch together. Uh, his name's Mike. And as I came in this time, Mike was on the phone talking, talking. And he's a pastor, too. Is Mike going to watch this by chance? He might. because I, I, I won't talk no trash <laughs> then. No, Go ahead. Okay. He's a great guy. He's a fantastic <laughs> All right, guy. Mike. All right, Mike. Yeah. And uh, he's a pastor. And ju- and I wasn't listening to the conversation, but... but um, Judging by his nonverbal and like the tone and all that, I, I knew what kind of conversation this was because mm. I've been there, done that. All right. So he was talking with someone from his congregation about. Um, oh, you was ear hustling. I was trying not to. I was just eating my PB&J. And oh, OK. To keep, all right. Keep to myself. For ear hustling, in case y'all don't know, that's like eavesdropping. So. <laughs> or just, hu- just no, not hustling. No, Put the ear on there. Yeah. <laughs> Put the ear on there. Um, so he gets off the phone, and I was like, you know, everything okay? And he says, well, he gave this talk about um, gender recently, mm. and he's getting some pushback, you know, from, from some people. And uh, we just did episodes mm. on gender, so it's very kind of a, a hot topic of my life. And I've been doing, I care about the issue, mm. and I've been doing all this research and thinking about it and just processing. So, like, my ears perked up. Um, when he said he gave this talk about gender, that's not th- that's that's not really the issue. Uh, the issue is um, I can see in Mike sort of myself mm. in that he was describing how when he gives talks or preaches on occasion, like he'll say one thing, but then somebody else. Uh, hears something completely different and takes it way out of context and comes up to him afterwards or throughout the week and is like, "Hey, when you said this, this affected me this way," and and I did and he's like, "I never, I never said that." Like, and I can relate to that because in years of ministry, there's so many times when I would be working on my content, working on the message and the right words, and I think I'd have it right, and then. Like my wife would say to me, like, when you said this, it really sounded this way and you have to be careful. I'm like, I didn't mean it to sound that way. Mm -hmm. And so it's this constant battle of how to communicate with someone without uh, coming off as mean, without coming off as insensitive, Mm -hmm. with valuing, you know, the other the other person. And. So Mike and I kind of chit chatted about that and I, I didn't really have any resolutions until later that day uh, when I was uh, driving home, it kind of hit me, this image hit me. And, um, and, and, the, and the image does have to do with 
masculinity and femininity actually and that how all language is masculine and feminine and kind of the street way to put this is the sower and the seed from the bible the when you speak your words are the seed right mm -hmm. and that's the masculine image uh seed actually did you know the greek word for seed is spermos Oh, no, I didn't. That's <laughs> so, pretty cool, though. So there you go. <laughs> so that's why when, when people say that, yeah, um, speaking words are seed, it's, it, it's a masculine image. It really is. And you don't have to be masculine to speak. Obviously, w women give words as well. So this works both ways. But anytime you're trying to get a message across, and especially like with preaching or teaching or even a conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. You're giving, like right now, I'm giving you my these seeds. I'm plant, mm -hmm. trying to sow them in, in your life right now. But it struck me that there's the feminine part of a conversation as well. Hmm. And that's the ground, right? That's the earth, the, the thing that receives the seed. Mm -hmm. And since you didn't ask, do you want to know what the Greek word for earth is? Yeah, no, I didn't ask. I, I don't even know if I want to go there because my mind <laughs> been in another place since you told us about the spermis or whatever. So go the, ahead. The Greek word for earth is gain, G-Y-N, mm. from which we get, get the word gynecology. Wow. So the earth is the feminine aspect. Mm. Um, wow. So, so seed is masculine, goes in the earth, feminine. And again, uh, whether you're a man or a woman listening to this, you we both use both. So, so if a woman is speaking to someone, she she's doing a masculine act, and the person is being the the receiver. So, in language, the, women can impregnate something. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> the whole point of this, though, is to say that anytime you're speaking, whether teaching or preaching or having a relationship with someone, it's good to keep in mind. No, it's essential to keep in mind there's two things going on at the same time. The masculine aspect and the feminine aspect. The sowing of the seed and the reception of the seed. And mm -hmm. if I'm speaking to you, I need to be concerned and in tune with how, with you, with the receiver. Mm -hmm. And I need to tend to the soil. Yeah. Like when, when you're farming, um, I grew up in a farming area and, I, and we've had big gardens and and you don't just put the seed right into the ground. You have to tend to the soil first. Mm -hmm. Turn it up. Get rid of all the bad stuff, the rocks, the weeds. You have to tend to the soil and mm -hmm. put the right nutrients in it before it can receive the seed. And that's, that's huge. Like it's huge for communication. So um, when you're talking with someone, tend to the soil. Tend to them first. Before you try to get your message across, now how would that? What would that look? Yeah, like? it, it looked like, and I've been trying this too with like with my wife. You know, uh oh, and like <laughs> we're not going to get into <laughs> any personal things, but like me being aware of that. Hey, before we start this conversation, if it's like a difficult conversation, saying I value you, I just want you to know before we start this conversation uh -oh. <laughs> that I really care about you, and you mean a lot to me. You know. And right right now it's kind of awkward because I haven't really developed that soil tending mm -hmm. skill yet. Yeah. But just saying things like that. So even in a conversation with you, Lewis, if I had something hard to say or difficult, I'd, I'd probably recognize that, um, hey, hey, you're coming from maybe this point of view and I think that's cool. I like that point of view and I value that and I don't want to diminish that in any way. But I want to say this, like... I'm gonna say, and then and then you give the 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 words. Yeah, I think I think 
like I, I I understand what you're saying. I wanted to see if like how much we may or may not be on the like same mm-hmm. thinking. I'm I'm thinking what you're thinking, but I'm also thinking in addition to that is like I'm considering who this person is. I'm considering that's the relationship. The, the, the rela- yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. Thinking about the soul, that's who it. this person is, what they're going through in life right now, yeah. how they think, what's been our experiences when we talked in the past. You know, what's their relationship to yeah. me? Like, I'm thinking about all those things yeah. ahead of time. Because yeah. I know me in the past, like, I know I get an idea or I got a question and my wife is around. I just would immediately disregard what she's doing and just ask the question mm-hmm. or make the statement. Not even considering, oh, she's at the computer or she's mm. on the phone or mm-hmm. she's watching something on TV. Like, I wouldn't do it if she was asleep. But, you yeah. know, like, I yeah. would never consider her. And that caused problems. And mm-hmm. now, you know, I make sure I watch what she's doing. And even I took it one step further to just say, hey, even if she's not really looking like she's doing anything, I just, hey, whenever you get a minute, you know, I want to, you know, talk mm-hmm. to you. So she can choose the time when she's ready to listen. So I, I think it's really important if you want to be a good communicator to take a whole lot of things into consideration before you have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like me, for instance. I'm a direct shooter type guy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you ain't never got to come to me and like <laughs> sugarcoat nothing, yeah. or you ain't got to never come at me and like tap dance or tiptoe. Just say, hey man, I think that was whack. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna get mad at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you, but when you come to me and say, man, you know, and you hear him hard around, I'm getting mad because yeah. I'm thinking, damn man, just just come, just bring it. You know what I mean? I don't need all that. Like just cut yeah. cut. You know, but there are some people that need that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, so. Considering the person for me is huge. Um, yeah, so you're right. I, that's just some things I've observed in my life with communicating. And I'm I used think. to like the, the typical like marriage and relationship strategy counseling that you get is like when someone's talking to you, be sure to listen and then repeat back to them what they say, you know, all that. And that's, I struggle with, <laughs> I struggle with doing that. This image of the sower and the seed is is more powerful for me because, like you said, you have to be concerned about the soil and um, its condition and and all of that if it's gonna if it's gonna be effective. Yeah, I, I've definitely been practicing that too. You know, and and I would say it's a lot. I find it a lot easier communicating with everybody other than my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's a different type of relationship. You know, and I have a tendency to be less respectful when I communicate with my wife because it's like it's my wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now I'm saying I'm not right in thinking this way, but I'll be typically more respectful and more um, thoughtful in communicating with other people. Mm-hmm. But with my wife, it's just like, blah, 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 you know, you can be yourself. You can. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like yeah, I can be myself, yeah. but what I'm, what I'm realizing is that, you know, being myself is one thing, but being inconsiderate yeah. or disrespectful is another. Yeah. And if I'm a a disrespectful, irresponsible type person, then that's just not good, period, no matter mm-hmm. who I'm communicating with. So if myself is like that, that needs to change mm-hmm. because that's not Christ-like. Mm-hmm. You know, and I will find myself in those being those ways at times. So I've definitely been trying to be better about and like you said, you know, I would be like, Man, this was what I'm hearing you say. Or like, man, like, did you mean this? Like, help I, you know, a great one that a friend gave me years ago is, man, help me understand that more. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that. Or help me understand. I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like genuinely like wanting to make sure I'm getting it right. Yeah. 
And a lot of times, man, the person I'm saying it to, like, they get mad. <laughs> and I'm like, dang. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. I'm like, they think I'm yeah. just being silly. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't being silly. Like, I yeah. want to understand. So now yeah. you get mad at me because I really want to understand what you're saying. Yeah. And it's like, that just, it just don't work. I, I could, like, I, I'm probably being vain in what I'm about to say. I consider myself a master communicator. Mm-hmm. I take communication, like, very seriously. Yeah. I love to communicate. Um, I probably over communicate. That would be something that goes against me being a master communicate com- communicator. But I love to communicate. I think I tend to think I do a great job at it. I could do terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But all those things to be con- to be considered mm-hmm. um, in communicating. All right. Cool. So man, try it out. I, I, try I, it out at home. I being don't know. Aware, being aware of the soil and the condition and that relationship with the person. Yeah, be aware of that. And that's try one of the out. communicating is what led the Book of James to being my favorite book in the Bible because mm-hmm. it talks about the tongue and the power that it wields. And that's always mm-hmm. been my biggest problem is my mouth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I could do great things or I could do terrible yeah. things with it. And I've learned how to be really great at doing terrible things with mm-hmm. it. And so, again, that's all communicating. And we live in a world where communication is key and not just verbal, but also nonverbal communication, mm-hmm. you know, and even being a listener like you seem to be a lot like me when I'm speaking to you, you'll nod your head. And I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's like a, a active listener, I call mm-hmm. it. You know, maybe somebody else came up with that phrase, but, you know, that lets me know that you're engaged with me. You're mm-hmm. making eye contact. You could be not looking at me and not thinking what I'm saying and just going through the motions, but it's at least telling me, like, you're listening at least. And I have to give people that. And when I don't get it, it kind of burns me up, Mm. you know, because I'm thinking, is the person paying attention? And that comes from the way I learned to communicate as a young person. I was always told you look a person in the eyes Mm. when they're talking to you. And my mother, you know, being Italian, she always used her hands mm-hmm. and body language. And so I have a tendency to to do that as well when I really get in a conversation. And to me, like, that's all a part of conversating, you mm-hmm. know, and listening and understanding. And when I can't have that, mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm not doing a good job listening or communicating. Talk to uh, people who talk to like a pastor or speakers. What do you see it happening these days? What like advice or wisdom would you have for people seeking to communicate better from like in a position of authority? I think so for me, I listen and watch a lot of people that speak because I've had opportunities to do a lot of that in the past. And I feel that um, one thing that people really do is to be very professional and very polished. Mm -hmm. And I'm not against that. But a lot of times it doesn't come off as being genuine. Mm. And so and and maybe that matters to me because I lean more towards the non-polished, non-professional, mm-hmm. genuine person. Because I, I guess maybe I feel like I'm really that way, mm-hmm. you know, but people who may be more polished and professional and don't care about being genuine, they like the other type. Obviously, that other type, like there's people getting paid tens of and hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for doing talks and speaking yeah. all over the world. So it's definitely people who who want that. But for me, it's difficult for me to connect with people like that. So again, for me, one of the things I learned, I used to do Toastmasters when I was in prison was um, know your audience. Mm-hmm. As best you can, yeah. know your audience. 
you know. And so that's something I, I try to consider if I'm speaking at a church. Is it a, a more of a proper type church, you know, so then that goes with my attire. Yeah. Because if I'm going <laughs> to communicate with you, I don't want you caught up because I'm wearing my hat because yeah. I'm on stage, right? I've seen you at a proper church before. <laughs> yeah, or having a jacket on or not he, having he a jacket. good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's that's part of communicating, right? Mm-hmm. You want the person to take the seed that you're putting mm-hmm. out, and you don't want to put a stumbling block in front of them. You get some people more conservative or just older people, if you don't have a jacket on, they thinking about you not having a jacket on and not listening to what you're mm-hmm. saying. So I'm trying to think, and if it's a younger church or if it's like high school kids, then I'm like hat to the back or hat twisted sideways. Mm-hmm. Like that's really me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I'm at a proper church, I'm not really being me. Mm-hmm. I'm being what I think the people need me to be so mm-hmm. they can receive what I'm giving them. But like, and so knowing your audience, um, being authentic, being genuine. Um, one of the things that's a super pet peeve of mine is people that overly use their hands. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it becomes distracting where I can't hear you because you're too busy. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is a topic for me that I it's a world I live in yeah. because I'm in jails and prisons and churches speaking, teaching, doing those types of things. And so I'm always trying to be conscious of myself being the best self I can be, which doesn't necessarily be mean being the most polished and professional. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a place for that where I will try to be that where I'll use less slang and enunciate and not, you know, use proper sentences, take my time. Yeah. So I'm all over the place with that. But I would say, I guess, number one, to answer your question is like, know your audience is yeah. the first thing. Know that audience, man. Didn't Paul say something about that, becoming all things to all? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Except the sin part, right? Yeah, except the sin part. <laughs> now, don't become a drunkard so you can reach the drunk. <laughs> don't get high so you can reach the crackheads. You know, don't do that. Paul didn't say do that. So, yeah, this is a good topic, man. Yeah, well, yeah. again, we'll wrap it up again then. Uh, cool. Think, think about the seeds and the soils as you communicate with people and hopefully... Um, you, uh, I got got a little nugget of wisdom here. This is uh, Bumper Sticker Faith, episode 21. 21, man. Hey, look, don't be smoking no crack, man, to reach no crackheads. <laughs> I mean that. I'm the, My finger pointing, maybe it's, it's pointing to you, right? It's pointing to me, too. So it's like a mirror that screen. So I ain't going to be smoking no crack. Don't you be smoking no crack. Peace.